0: everyone and welcome to the Treehouse house letter where we are always learning with a bit of fun i am on the road so uh, forgive me for any static or craziness in the recording we're working off the iphone uh today's podcast is the spicy rooster and a coffee outpost spicy rooster shirts were sold out of the sizes needed my cousin priscilla and i bought the last on the shelf a red shirt with a sriracha motif The tea had the hot sauce's trademark cock, except it's brandishing a rifle. The encircling Chinese characters were replaced with symbols of a grenade, Claymore Mine, night vision goggles, and the like. I'm probably calling these the wrong names, but you get the idea. On the back was a white outline of a Claymore Mine with the initials BRCC for Black Rifle Coffee Company. The outpost, as the coffee stores are called, is the company headquarters in Salt Lake City. Founded by a veteran and former United States Army Green Beret, Evan Hafer, in 2014, the mission is to serve coffee and culture to people who love America. The building was located off the freeway with signage large enough to get Priscilla's attention. We pulled into the compound, because that's what it looked like, a massive white building with several steps leading up to black doors. My husband, my daughter, and I weren't sure if it was open to customers, But signs noted two flavors for sale. One was camo latte. The main floor was filled with merchandise, from mugs, coffee bags, and t shirts to a seating area with chessboard and recent issues of Coffee or Die magazines. I'm not a big coffee drinker, but my husband is. I ordered a cappuccino and read about the Ukrainian soldier on the Russian front. The line for coffee was five or six people deep, and the checkout line was longer. ordered first and took your gear and coffee to pay who were these people at an industrial outpost where sugar packs creamer and stir sticks were arranged at the bar in green ammo cans short hair beards wearing trucker hats they were the kind of people who didn't miss much and looked comfortable in their skin if i had to guess i'd say they were veterans police first responders the folks who spent some time on this side of a firearm men and women. Colt, yes, that's his name, gave us a tour. He grew up in Connecticut and had been working at the company for a year. He took us through the offices into the distribution area with pallets of beans, told us the volumes they handled, the quality control on sourcing and selection. The graphic department designed outlandish and irreverent t-shirts, hats, gear, and coffee bags, like the Escape Goat, in its image of an armed goat-headed man with biceps and this blurb on the bag. Your taste buds are being held hostage by dangerously bad coffee. Now, only the world's deadliest goat can save you from flavor prison. Serving premium coffee to people who love America. And there's a flag image with a caption, Veteran Owned. Colt may be the ideal black rifle coffee, employee, and spokesman, a fellow veteran from Connecticut whose name recalls the state's history as a firearms manufacturer, a once vibrant industry, epitomized by the Blue Onion Dome topped with gold-rearing colt in the state's capital. It is the icon of a bygone era in the Northeast. Illustrated Copic-style designs filled the wall of the art studio. Blackbeard, Sasquatch, War dogs and canine heroes, special issues. The art was fantastic, top-notch. Colt guided us through the the facility where folks were producing gear, sewing labels onto hats, roasting the beans, and preparing product for shipment. The company employs 40% veterans. In 2017, when Starbucks pledged to hire 10,000 refugees from the war, Black Rifle Coffee Company created a meme responding with a pledge to hire 10,000 veterans in the next 10 years. It went viral, and the company sold out of absolutely everything. Maybe that's why Colt shared this story. When the United States was getting out of Afghanistan, the owner learned that one of his Afghan friends had fled to the States. He called him up and said to come out and bring family and friends. The company had jobs for them. I saw them working on the floor, and a woman in hijab smiled at me as I walked by. BRCC wasn't a bunch of heartless white dudes with guns and gusto. They believed and bled for freedom, not just at home, but for all people. The woman's smile caught me off guard. She seemed to say to me, I have a place here, and I make a difference. I smiled back at her. Outside, Colt showed us the company van with the logo DO EPIC SHIT across the top, although there's an asterisk where the I is. It's parked next to the employee practice range, a life-size target in the shape of a moose, a boar, maybe a deer, stood at the end of an open area, stuck full of holes from archery practice. Employees get a compound bow at the end of two years, Colt said. Two Bowtechs were working in a large shed outside where the gym was set up on one end for employee use. The place was immaculate, the quality control room tidy. We walked past a team working on flavors or new product concepts. Folks nodded at us but were engaged in their work. Colt said that after a 12-hour day, he may be tired from being on his feet, but he believed in what he was doing and he enjoyed meeting interesting people. He told us about the special edition coffees, such as the bag designed for Hurricane, one of the most decorated police dogs. My daughter wanted to buy stickers, but they had sold out. He suggested we sign up online for the BRCC news and notices because they sell out fast. I had left my backpack by the chess table and hadn't realized it until I was outside. I mentioned this to Colt, and we both laughed. The outpost is probably one of the safest places at the state. The mission of service deeply woven into its culture. This is part of the BRCC mission statement. We develop our explosive roast profiles with the same mission focus we learned as military members serving this great country and are committed to supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders. With every purchase you make, we give back. When we return to the BRCC showroom, My backpack was where I had left it, on the stool by the chessboard. Priscilla and I sat down on the leather sofa and skimmed the magazine, the grind of beans and rich aroma and the bear. She had found this place wanting to take me here. My husband had been ordering Black Rifle coffee for years. The packaging was worth it, and so was the product. Hafer was more than a coffee enthusiast. He had been tinkering with coffee roasting and working out of his garage even when he was in uniform. His passion had become a full-on business and lifestyle, launching outposts across the country and going public on the New York Stock Exchange this year. Sriracha sauce was created by David Tran, a Chinese immigrant from Vietnam who was born under the Lunar New Year sign of the rooster. The ubiquitous condiment is also called rooster sauce. This visit to the outpost was a highlight of our trip to the city. Priscilla and I are cousins who had lived in a free South Vietnam. We had escaped from Saigon before it fell to communism. We were grateful to this veteran-owned business, to the men and women who risked so much to keep America safe and to secure freedom at home and abroad. I pointed out the military symbols on her new shirt, and Priscilla wore her spicy rooster tea to dinner that night. (laughs) That's the end of today's podcast. But please visit thetreehouseletter.com to see photos, to learn more, and to uh, sign up for the letter. And thank you, as always, for listening.